Hello, everybody, and welcome to Showhoppers. Uh, murder at the end of the world. I'm Kurt, joined by my former high school teacher, Mr. Sal. Are you VI or Emacs? Oh, <laughs> I figured you'd okay. you're not, you're, the text editor. You, you <laughs> yeah, you, had, you would have had a visceral reaction if you had been a hacker, so you're safe. You're not the murderer. Thank you. Thank you. And I do not have a visceral reaction between those two. No, you didn't even know what I was talking about. <laughs> well, you said VI. I thought you were going to say VIP. And so I was, I was, my, my brain went elsewhere. <laughs> and then he said Emacs. And went, oh, he's talking to the text editors. Because <laughs> I, well, first of all, the way I read the, the title to the episode is the way they have the title on their previews, which is like lowercase mm -hmm. a, you know, murder end world those are like yeah. the words. Oh, yeah, yeah. everything else is kind of the unimportant like you know additive well, you words know i was thinking about this title this is, is this is this inaccurate what do you mean is the, we've had more than one murder presumably yeah but it's not inaccurate to say that there's been a murder i, I suppose that's really <laughs> that's very semantic <laughs> i'm saying it's not inaccurate there's been a murder at the end of the world and another murder at the end of the world. <laughs> yes, That's the sequel yeah. series. If they do season two, it'll be another murder at the end of the world. <laughs> or a murder at the end of a different world. <laughs> so always you go with that. Or a murder at the other end of the world. Yeah, yeah. You can say beginning. There's a lot of ways you can go with that. Uh, well, anyway, let's speaking of going with it, let's see if we can figure out our feelings towards the episodes, a.k.a. our ratings. Ratings. Hmm. You going with mother or father today? What do you mean? Oh, streak-wise? <laughs> yeah, I've been know. on 9 out of 10, three, three episodes in a row. Father always said, keep with the streak. Also, I, I, I mean, there's... There's not as many... <laughs> Last week, we spoke about how we think they're going to get locked together and there's gonna be a lot of chatting between the characters all these different characters that did not happen in fact quite the opposite this might be the least of all the other characters we see besides of course the very <laughs> beginning <laughs> so we were so off we were we, were, I, we could I, not I be more I, off i i don't think i should throw you into that because i don't i i i know i said it i don't think you actually agreed with me or disagreed with me i know i think i rolled with it I, okay I, I, if I didn't say it, I agreed with you in my mind. Okay. I was All expecting right. it. I yeah, I was way it. off. So, hey, you know what? They subverted our expectations. Yeah, that's not necessarily a good thing or a bad thing. Uh, but they subverted your expectations and my expectations. I'm trying to see if that factors into your vote at all. But I think you liked how we got to know Sean. There, there, there are clues here that I think I keyed on that you keyed on, and maybe clues that one of us keyed on and not the other so uh, there's definitely there's there's meat in there to be extracted i think you like the one tidbit of the flashback it was long uh da, 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 da. it was late too it was it didn't start we didn't get a flashback late. until really, like... I, I consider this episode into three parts right pre the flashback the flashback post the flashback or you could use the car accident post the flashback is like what five minutes yeah, it's it's a short part relative to the rest of it, but you know, stuff happens. Okay. Yeah, you know, it's all right. Yeah, I got I got I got to put the label on it somehow. Stuff happens after the flashback. Well, that's true. I think yeah, I think you like this. This this type of episode. I think you like murder mysteries for. I think this is, but it's not a ten. 
It's a nine. Ah, so you're going with is that father? That's father. Yes. Okay. Father Tosh. Tosh. Okay, gotcha. All right. Well, I I know that you have been saying for weeks, like you need this not to be the Darby show, and you need to get some other characters involved here. Uh, I mean, this was the Darbyest episode of them all. <laughs> uh so i don't think you like that very much um we, we did get to spend a very large amount of time with sean relative to other characters this is like the most we spent with anyone other than darby or bill did you learn enough about sean for that to matter and can you forgive the fact that we still know almost nothing about lume martin oliver david marius uh, the waiter guy like most of the other characters uh i don't i don't think you like this episode very much i think you gave it a seven you think i i thought about giving it a i thought about a very wide gambit for this episode i ended up i ended up giving it an eight okay i i i'm upset over the things you outlined that yes we're yep. still it is the darby show number one and number two I don't know a lot about the other characters, and this episode did not help that fact that much. Besides <laughs> Sean, besides Sean, which we can get inside a little more. Okay, yeah. but so you, so you gave it an eight. But for what it was, it was still all right. Like I, I liked my highlight, or I guess getting to know Sean, or the lack thereof, which we can talk about later. And that's what I'd love report. to talk about because I don't <laughs> think we got to know Sean. For the amount of time we spent with Sean, I don't feel like I know her any better. <laughs> yeah. This is my least favorite episode. <laughs> I, I like I, I'm generously giving this an eight, but it I laughed out loud a few times at how ridiculous some of the stuff. Wait, in this no, you could, so wait, no, you could laugh at the series. <laughs> yeah. Hater, but when yeah. I did episode one, I'm a hater. <laughs> well, I, I'm still I still th- I think the stuff in this episode is more ridiculous than the stuff in episode one. <laughs> I, is like... Listen, that basement scene in the past, I still think that's really funny. <laughs> I'm not going to change my mind on that. That's so, fine. That's, that's fine. fine. But uh, there's just some stuff in this. I uh, so many moments where I was like, are you serious here, right now? Here, like, here's what? <laughs> what the hell? But, uh, this is this is my biggest beef. I, yeah, I might need to go down on a seven, down to a seven. On this <laughs> you might talk to me down with you, but because because I, I I feel like most of this episode was spent catching Sean up on stuff we already knew. <laughs> you are right. It is like summarizing stuff to Sean, but it's not like we're nearing the season finale, and it's like trying to, you know. But we are. I'm, we have three episodes left. I. This is the halfway point, but it's not the penultimate. I mean, this we're like, past not... the halfway point now. Yeah, this 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 episode is the halfway episode, and yeah, we're over we're over it now. <laughs> I three mean... episodes left. I don't it's... know a lot of the other characters. I get so frustrated every time she explains stuff to Sean that we already knew. I was like, "Are you kidding me? Why are we this this much time in a seven episode series? We're going to spend like rehashing stuff to us that we already knew." <laughs> I, I i don't get it i was don't funny get to it you, though? well the, no the funny stuff was that all episode long they talked about the storm oh my god this is the most massive storm ever oh my god it's it's all of europe oh my god we can't there's no internet because of the storm no interpol can't get here for three days because of the storm and then they go out on a snowmobile with with these helmets on but when they get off the snowmobile they don't even have a hat on and it's not even snowing so what what is that all about? Well, the storm is coming. 
Like, okay. like it's probably hit but, the rest of Europe. They're, what, it's, it's okay, the hours. storm is coming, but the internet's She's, down now. Because well, it's down in it's already probably hit Europe, like the mainland Europe. It was coming to Iceland afterward. So what's wrong with Iceland's internet? I I don't know, Mister Sal. I'm not Iceland. Okay, I I I was I was beside myself at points in this episode, but <laughs> but there there was stuff that I liked about it, which is why I had originally put this at an eight but may- maybe i need to go down to seven i liked the flashbacks although maybe i'm just being dim and maybe you can explain it to me i have no idea i feel like we we skipped like there's something missing from point a to point b that i'm not getting like they how got they this get her teeth? yeah okay so that that i would like to know that how did that, they get her teeth? i know i have no idea <laughs> I was hoping maybe you do. I, I would like know. to know how they got. I mean, I'm, my only thinking is that the Sue character who we just met and they hand waved where she comes from. She comes from the internet, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. So uh, the Sue character maybe knows the family and brought the teeth. I, I. I have no idea. But but why? But then they so they get the ring, and now why does why does Darby think this is the original? She's just wondering. She as a hunch. She she was an actually now. Okay. I I was I was lost in that scene. Yeah, I I just kind of chucked it to whatever. They they're they're detective people. They figured it out. So well, help me figure it out. So no no no, Mister Sal. This isn't about you. This is about their past. Last I knew, they had the pin. Mm-hmm. With the with the school and the mm-hmm. year, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I guess they mm-hmm. posted that on the internet, and Sue saw it and was like, "I know that pin. I know who that belonged to. Where did you get we, it?" And we have her dental records. How did they know she that this was the box of bones that they needed, though? Yeah, because I guess they wouldn't have been ID'd, right? Because it's just a Jane Doe. So I mean, there are, there are so many Jane Does. So how do they know that? Okay, I got the teeth. And you got the and you got the know, the Mr. pin. <laughs> we want that box. Check that one. They go how? I don't know. Does it, I mean, I, I I guess there's is it something to do with the chain of jewelry? Like no, because this, this one no, cause no, because this one had the, the ring there. Yeah, they had the ring, and the, it was just in the evidence box. I don't get it. Kurt. They didn't know about it beforehand. I don't get it. I don't know how they Listen, did it, but they listeners. Did it. If you can explain this to me, showhopperspodcast at gmail.com. I would love to know. This might be this your explanation, listener, might make the difference between a seven and an eight on this episode for me. That is huge. That is huge. <laughs> so showhopperspodcast so at gmail.com. Yes, please tell me something. I'm I'm on a seven now. I'm I'm ranting like to the point where I <laughs> myself Ranger. down to a seven. Like I I didn't think I was this upset about the episode because there, I, I I was trying to talk about the stuff I did like. Other than that part of the flashbacks, I really liked the flashbacks. The flashbacks were nice. Besides that, um, that's fair. And I and I really like I like the bookends. Like I like the beginning of the episode when I thought, oh, this is gonna be the bottle episode <laughs> where we're all just locked in a room conversing. I like that part. And I like the end where Sean's helmet was stuck and Andy comes in and hacks the tried to hack the computer, can't so he hacks her esophagus. Like that was that was pretty cool. Uh even the very end with where where the bombs dropped about Zoomer's Achu syndrome. Like mm-hmm. that's yeah, that stuff's cool. that stuff's that stuff's cool. 
but not not the this whole, middle bit though <laughs> the whole snowmobiling <laughs> part thank Wait, goodness it's only got... a small part of the episode <laughs> once they got on the snowmobile i was like okay i i, I don't know <laughs> i don't get this every time i saw them take off the helmet and they're just hatless and oh like... I, that that got me <laughs> whenever I, we talked i brought it up for bodies which is uh-huh. and this is they do this because and i totally get why when they're filming stuff mm-hmm. characters take off their helmets it's just yeah. more pleasant to view but it's just so comical to me it's super cold out they have these helmets that are made for this but they take yes. off the helmets right <laughs> <laughs> yes now okay so in bodies it, it was very relevant because there were lots of people with helmets and so the mm-hmm. two characters that were actually that we were interested in took off their helmets because now, now you can identify oh these are the two characters i'm interested in right yeah yeah there were only two human beings <laughs> in the camera shot for about half an hour in this episode put a beanie on them or something like i can still see their face like but I, I I'm having trouble buying that these two intelligent women are just standing in the like tundra, the frozen tundra of Iceland, uh, in total isolation here, taking off their helmets, right? With taking the off, <laughs> taking off their climate-proof helmets, and not even putting you know whatever a, a, a wool knit cap on. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm having trouble, Kurt. I don't know. Well, you know what, Mr. Sal? Maybe we can try to figure out each other's favorite scenes, and that'll cheer you up. I'll try. Favorite scenes. Hmm. What scene did you pick? Uh, I think I think you picked something in the past because those were the good old days for you. And in terms <laughs> of like, just in terms of the episode. Not I get it. About yeah, it. Yeah. I get it. Which one would you have picked? Actually, what what do you what do you like section off the past as? Am I allowed to say like them just being in the motel? Okay, so here's here's how I no, I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> I I, I, I say are. I say it's the stuff with Sue, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. and separate. leading up to the stuff with Sue. So so from the beginning of the flashback right through we leave Sue. They, they leave they they Bill uh, choose right mm-hmm. right through all that stuff. Then there's the motel until they go to sleep, mm-hmm. and then there's when they wake up. That's okay. that's how I would view it. Okay, I, I agree with that. Motel. So I think your favorite scene was they arrive to the motel, and then the, until they go to sleep. Okay, uh, you want to get any reasoning there, or are you just going with it? I I don't. It's a hail mary, Mister Sal. I don't know what okay. your favorite scene is. All right, fine. I I'm gonna say for you, your favorite scene was what I am affectionately calling. The great helmet fiasco of twenty three. <laughs> 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 Which I'm I'm really like snarky. This, I'm not usually the snarky folks. I think I'm usually a lot more serious. But anyway, uh, the great helmet fiasco of twenty three, which is normally I'm the, snarky. <laughs> yeah, which is uh, Sean's helmet stuck like that that scene where darby wakes up mm-hmm. uh and then right through the tracheotomy and darby passing out so right. darby's darby's waking time between one of the times when darby's <laughs> awake yeah. yeah 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 after the flashback all right okay well i'll tell you right now you did get me correct okay <laughs> you, i i did pick the helmet fiasco of 23 that yep the great helmet fiasco the great well i don't want to call it great in front of it oh great doesn't mean like good great i know big well, like I, important well i don't know if 
Andy would want you to call it big and important. Just it was a helmet okay. fiasco. We oh, we got to see the aftermath to know whether or not it was a great fiasco. Okay, that's how, that's why I feel on the matter. Uh, but yes, I did pick that one. Before okay. I talk about it, I am curious. Can I know if I got you correct or no? You don't have to say what your favorite scene was. You did not get me correct. Okay, that's fine. All right, even though that's not, I'm hurt by that. Uh, by the way, your favorite scene. Oh wait. Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I did not pick that as my favorite scene. What? <laughs> I said I did. You picked a great helmet fiasco of 23. No, it was my. It was my. It was my penultimate one. I have. It is not because I. I that, apologize. That was my second favorite scene as well. <laughs> I apologize. That is not my favorite scene. I. Oh, I, I said it was. Okay. I've lied, listeners. My bad. It's not. Oh, I'll correct that. My favorite scene was when Sean is driving through the storm. Uh, because of hysterical? Well, because <laughs> <laughs> that was another thing I was like, what is this now? <laughs> she, she's, I mean, uh, maybe she was trying to flip the car, but well, that... she wasn't trying to flip the car. I don't know what she was doing. That's, a, that's what kind of makes it funny is the fact that she does end up flipping the car. It's like, well, I wonder why. <laughs> I wonder how you flipped the car. But it was more of their dialogue in that scene. It, it's yes, when they're driving back in the car before it flips, but their conversation in that car. That's my favorite scene. Sorry. What you got to tell me what you like about that because that was one of the scenes where I was like, oh, we already know this. Why? <laughs> why are? Why are? Like, I, I want to get to know Sean a little bit, but I'm not. I'm. I'm just getting to know what I already know, but it's being told to Sean now. <laughs> So what well, what do you like about that dialogue? Everything, everything about it, Mr. Sal. I can't wow. name a weak part. No, okay. <laughs> they they talk about well, first of all, it is funny that she's driving that quick over the ice. And yet she's so calm. She's so calm doing it. I for reference listeners, if you don't live where there's like snow, and where we live, it can snow and you have to be careful on the roads, you can't drive like that. There's no way. Let, let me so. just give an example real quick okay the road i live on does not i mean they plow it but it, it's it's bad all the time like not as bad as what she was driving oh certainly not episode. yeah okay it's a 55 mile per hour speed limit which i normally go about 55 maybe maybe a little more maybe a little less depending Ooh, on well, that's the conditions. The law, but... so last night we had maybe what an inch and a half of snow not this, not what they had. No. Yeah. I was going about 25 miles an hour on my road. <laughs> okay. So like I cut my speed into less than half. She seems to have accelerated hers on this black ice. But she can't even see like that far I ahead of visibility. So she's like swerving. She's she, swerving. She, she, had to be, she had to be trying, right? Surely. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. I mean, on... you, you, if. If she was, if we don't find out that she was trying to flip the car, I don't, I don't understand this. I have, there's no excuse for this, <laughs> except we got to hurt Darby. How can we hurt Darby? I feel like you could have hurt Darby by flipping the car without having Sean, for no apparent reason, going at blazing speeds. I don't know, like have a polar bear come out or something. A polar they have to bear. To there are not <laughs> polar bears in Iceland. I'm sorry. Well, you <laughs> could probably import one to another series we've covered. <laughs> yes that's right but some kind of whatever animal is indigenous to iceland have it come out i don't know a reindeer or an elk or something have it come out and they have to swerve to avoid it and that's how the car flips like I, it, if this was not intentional i'm gonna be really annoyed i don't 
I don't think it is intentional. <laughs> oh, God. I, I don't know. <sighs> but it, the, the reason I like the scene is I think there's a lot of evidence to be admitted here. Okay. Yeah, evidence we already knew. Not all of it. Okay, like, tell me the evidence. Go ahead. So, so Darby questions the suits that they have, right? Like, why does Andy build these suits? What What's going on with Andy? And Sean admits that Andy thinks the climate, you know, the, extreme, the climate change might become way bigger of a problem a lot sooner than people think it will be, like a lot sooner than 2050. Okay, so we're mm-hmm. learning perhaps some of Andy's motives. Now, I don't know how it might come into play per se, but this is something that should be admitted into the incident report and can chat about. Okay, that. yeah. So it's not evidence so much as like motivation. Motivation, yes, motive. Okay. And then we, I liked the dialogue between them as to why Andy keeps quiet. Darby asks, you know, why not tell everyone that climate change might be occurring even faster than predicted. And I think Sean gives a really good reason, which is, you know, if you're a pilot and the plane's about to crash, are you going to really tell the people how many minutes until impact? Yeah. A a hypothetical is if you know the world's going to end, are you going to tell the people it's about to end? If it's going to end in like 48 hours, do you really, Mm -hmm. should you tell the people? Like, is that an ethically right thing to do? I don't know. And so that's fair. I kind of like that as it's a moral quandary. I think it's a moral quandary. Maybe listeners you might disagree and mr sal you might disagree that there's a very obvious answer but i i i think it's a moral quandary whether or not you should especially if you think it's already hopeless and then she says a statement that i actually really do believe in like i i am a perpetrator of this and i'm also aware that i feel this way about things but people think Mm -hmm. tech will save them (laughs) which is kind of how i think about tech as well like yeah they'll figure that out people Eh, someone out there will figure that out whomever is working on it They'll figure it out. Tech can do anything. It's like magical. And I think people put an undue level of magicness on technology, right? I do too. I'm not, I'm not trying to say I don't, but it's, it's not magical. It's, it's not, but it feels like it is like electricity feels magical even. Just, oh yeah. I agree. The fact that we're recording this podcast and people are listening to it. That, that's kind of magical. Explain that to I, a caveman. I, I don't, yeah, I don't think they're going to be listening to it for much longer because if they love this show, I'm not, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not doing them any favors right no, now. I'm yeah. sorry, folks. No, I, I, I want I want to love this show. I really do. I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. So but this is the big reason why I like this. My favorite scene is I, I liked the, the dialogue between the two of them. And then she kind of gives what could be another piece of motive or evidence, which is, Andy's company's running out of money. She's the face of a farce space project. There's no money behind it, really. He's probably putting all his money into this place in Iceland. Whatever he's doing out here. I mean, we saw those robots. We saw Ray. But the robots. Yeah. What's going on? You know, he's probably putting all his money into it. And then she flips mm-hmm. the car. But yeah, there you go. That that's my favorite scene. The funny mm. Sean driving <laughs> scene. All right. And that's right. and that's my defense of it as to why. Right, so yeah, the, the stuff the stuff about Andy was was I guess interesting. I, I don't know how much that has to do with the deaths, but I guess we'll find out. But it it I also don't know if I trust Sean. Although the fact that she almost died probably makes me trust her a little bit more. But it might just be because she was not careful <laughs> driving. Yeah, yeah the, the the not careful driving though. I don't know. All right. Well, that was not my favorite scene, as you may have surmised. <laughs> my favorite scene w- was the first scene. <laughs> I thought of that. <laughs> I, the reason I, 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 
I did put it as my favorite seed. I see why you did, but one reason I didn't was it's kind of like um false hope. Uh, I yeah, I mean, <laughs> but, but there was hope. <laughs> like that's the thing. That's true. I, I was all geared up for a bottle episode. I'm like, yeah, we're gonna get all like dozen oh. people into one room, and they're gonna have to like hash it really, out. really, really hammer things out, right? And they start to, and it's going. Ex- I'm like, and I'm, I'm like, I'm. I'm chopping on my popcorn. I'm like, yeah, this is what and I wanted to this see. Will this will show Kurt. This is great. This is so good. I'm having so much fun watching these people hash this out. And then uh, uh, so security cleared us. Uh, everybody's going uh, to be isolated in the room. Are you I, kidding me? I know. I, my jaw dropped when he said that. <laughs> I was like, wait, isolated? <laughs> so, okay. I mean, so then it becomes the Darby show. But it was... It was exciting for a while. I was really into it. Everyone was freaking out. And Andy isolated himself from his wife and kid. He, he put every, everybody else, including his wife and kid, into this room well, to protect himself. Well, we don't from know who's them. protecting himself. He's trying to figure it out. Well, was it was David who's like, oh, yeah, I see. He did. I see what this is. <laughs> He's protecting himself from us. Okay. Right? But, <laughs> David did say that. Yes, which which is great. I was like, oh, that's that's pretty cool. Andy's a cool cat. He's 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 got this. Uh, he's got to figure it out that somebody's trying to do bad stuff here, and maybe it's even his wife or his little zoomer. So everybody's got to get away from him. <laughs> oh man! Uh, but anyway, so th- they're also uh, snowed in for forty-eight to seventy-two hours, apparently. Although maybe not so much because it's not even snowing outside. <laughs> What's well, going to? The snowstorm's <laughs> coming. Okay, whatever. Rohan, it turns out, uh, did die of heart failure. And that call was from heart front, not hard front, like the uh, closed captioning said in episode three. Mm-hmm. In episode three, it said hard front. Sure, but, it did. But now, now go back and watch it, man. But then, <laughs> but, but then we we got heart front in this episode, which makes a lot more sense. Somebody had hacked. Well, they they assume, I guess, that somebody had hacked his pacemaker because post 2011 pacemakers are wireless. I didn't know that. Did you know that? I did not. That, that seems kind of nuts. The, uh, yeah, that seems like I feel like that's a security flaw. Yeah. If you could, I, I don't know if you can really do this. Like, just make it I, just make it like a wired thing. You gotta like, yeah, you, know, you gotta go in again. It. Yeah, you gotta go back in. Although I don't but, know how frequently you need to wirelessly yeah. access a pacemaker, so maybe it's very useful. I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea. But and I don't even know if this is true or not. But if it's if true and it is true in this universe, that is terrifying. Yeah, no. Makes me think the, twice about getting a pacemaker. Right. That that somebody could hack the pacemaker and just send signals to it that just literally kill you. Wow. Anyway, but the medical suite turns out has a home monitoring system that was plugged in and turned on. Which we never get back to in this episode, and I was very disappointed about that because it seems like that's a pretty damn big lead. Eh, Don't well, you think? Eh, well, but when I heard it, I was like, "Oh, oh!" And so I'm, I'm amazed. And this is only scene one. Yeah, I know. Exactly. So much, so much room to grow. <laughs> I know, and and uh, and it's 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 like lining up with what I had proposed in the incident report 
last week. Like, Darby's like taking the main stage, explaining a little bit. Yeah, her, I love her, it. Learning some more. Yes. So she thinks that Heartfront was calling to tell Rohan that her that his pacemaker had been hacked, which is again is terrifying. And she wants to examine that body, but that that's a hard no from Marius. Marius is not going to have that. And then my favorite scene ends in my least favorite way. All right, we're done here. Let's uh, let's get you all back to here. It also has one of the funniest lines in the series so far, I think. What is that? When David when David gets annoyed by Darby, he's like, "Effing millennials!" <laughs> and and Mar- Martin goes, "She's not a millennial a hole. I'm a millennial." <laughs> that's true. I'm, She's a zoomer. I, that's right. That's right. I'm a I'm a bit obsessed with generations and generation labels and, and i think i am definitions too. yeah so so i when he called her a millennial i was like wait a minute she's not a millennial <laughs> you might actually be closer to a millennial than she is david <laughs> but um no he's not he's definitely a gen xer he, he's my generation <laughs> but but so yeah I, I thought that was hysterical that that, that was one of the funniest things that's happened in it's the like a reverse so boomer thing it's a reverse boomer. Exactly. Yeah. People, exactly as a Gen right. Xer, I'm sure you've been confused for a boomer before. I definitely have. And I have picked on my fair share of millennials. So oh, okay. So it is definitely it's hysterical though. I, I I got a big kick out of that. So yeah. So this is my favorite scene because of all the hope that I had. You know, it was it was meeting my yeah, expectations. It all, it all, it all went downhill after this. It did. I did. I did love the end, though. I will say that I did. But once once they got back to the resort, and Darby woke up and they had the great helmet fiasco of twenty three. I loved all that stuff and the Zoomer stuff at the end. So mm-hmm. it was just this middle bit in the snow. Having said that, you shouldn't call it bit because it's long. I, I know. <laughs> And I love the flashback. So, I, well, except for the confusing part there, but the the part the, the parts in the snow, I will say this much for them: stunning, visually stunning. They did they did look nice. I agree with that. Actually, this whole series is visually yeah, stunning. Yeah, I mean, it's Iceland. Say. Yeah, it's or Iceland and, and the resort itself. Like it's it's a really cool looking series. It's a good setting. It's a cool setting. And what a cool contrast between like the frozen tundra and she wakes up there like in the desert. You, oh, you know, oh, oh, wakes up flashbacks. in flashback. In yes, flashbacks, okay, they're, gotcha. in, they're, they're on top of the car in the desert. Yeah, uh, that was cool contrast. I like that. I like that juxtaposition. Well, but anyway, all right. So yes, yeah, so that's my favorite scene, and, and that's why. Well, that's a reasonable choice. Well, thanks. I'm, I'm glad you approve. Right, yeah, right, more than you approved of my favorite scene. But let's see. Yeah, a lot. Well, let's <laughs> see, Mr. Sal, if you can figure out who said it. said it please give me the funny martin line please give me the funny martin line mr sal i have okay three quotes from three scenes all are from this episode that's my guarantee is one of them the fun is one of them the funny martin line i hope so no uh that stinks but you've also eliminated that from contention so oh no <laughs> start asking me every single scene to try to get it striked off the record well mr sal let's start off with quote number one it's how andy wants it uh this is 
uh, either Todd or Ava, I think. I'll, I'll go with Todd. With he's talking to the group as they're being locked up and they don't want to be. I will give you 0.75 of a point for that. Wow. You are, you are, it, you could have left out some information and you would have gotten a full point. You got the scene right. You got the character right. But he was not talking to everybody. Oh, At least really? he was responding to Zeba. Well, it's, it's, everybody so, was right there, though. But he was kind of responding to Zeba's question. Okay. I, I'm taking full credit. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it, you already went over the scene. That was your favorite scene. So I'm not going to go over <laughs> it. But yeah, fine. You can have, We'll round it up to full credit, but just this one time. <laughs> just this one time. For now. That's it. For now. All right. On to quote number two, then. There's a bunch of us on the internet. Oh, which one said it? It's 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 either Sue, Bill, or Darby. It's in that scene at the at the morgue or the corner, whoever that is. Oh, there's a bunch of us on the internet. There's a bunch of us. I think it was Bill who said that. Then they were talking to the coroner or the the murderer, whoever he is. We're gonna need a final answer from you, Mister Sal. Bill, is that your final answer? I, yes, I've said it twice already. Bill, three Do times. You want to change? No. Mm, should have changed. It was Sue. Ah. <laughs> that's half a point. Yeah, that's a half point. If Fine. anything, that's... I should deduct more. I gave you a lot of outs there. <laughs> okay. You deduct a tenth of a point for every time <laughs> I refuse to change my answer. <laughs> and uh, we kind of already talked about that scene, too. <laughs> but, I guess you're right. We have, haven't we? I mean, you go to the corner to get the Cameron Perez ID'd. They get the ring, and it's off to another case. I mean, they, they say they're too to lose to Sue, and mm-hmm. this is where we see Bill sneeze. Is that true? Yep. Which is he sneezes. Is it just when you go from dark to light, or is it just when you change either from light to dark or dark to I think light? It's, I think it's the light that makes you sneeze. Okay, so when he gets exposed from being in the dark to the light, mm-hmm. he has the urge to sneeze. It's a genetic thing his father has. Of. Mm-hmm. And... Anyway, Bill has a a surprise, an alternative place to crash for uh, Darby. So they'll be going to the motel, but we'll talk about that later. Do you remember who says that his father has it? Does he say it or does Darby say Darby it? Darby says it, I think. Hmm. Why? Okay. Well, that I guess that doesn't make too big of a difference because... Are you wondering if gonna... Bill said it and like is Bill lying? I'm... Well, if if Bill says it, I have a theory. If Darby says it, uh, I, I guess I still have the same theory, but it, it it feels less valid. What's the theory? Oh, you can wait. Yeah, I'll wait That's till the it. incident report. Okay. We're on to the last quote then, Mr. Sal. Okay. Is this a hack? Is this a hack? Oh, it's uh, Darby when she's like concussed and semi-conscious in the great helmet fiasco of 23. And I think she says it as Andy is trying to hack the helmet. So I guess she aims it at Andy. Oh, geez. Well, I'm not going to lie. I thought Sean said it. <laughs> but then... <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Darby. But but I'm not... I, I guess I'm not 100% sure, but I, I'm like 99% sure it's Darby. Your confidence gives you the point. <laughs> oh, yay. <laughs> all, the, all the context was correct, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything okay. else is correct, and I also think it's comical to say, "Is that a hack?" Yeah. Are you are you pulling a hack? Right. Well, Darby's <laughs> like paranoid about hackers now because she knows that 
Rohan's. I gotta ben stop Han. saying Rohan because that's a Darby thing to say. It's Rohan. Uh, Rohan's uh, pacemaker was hacked. So yeah, so she's on the lookout. Yeah, so I mean, she she gives the stink eye to Sean in the car too, and Sean hacks does a hack. Does a hack? Is it, it could, yeah, executes a hack. <laughs> is that a hack? But yes, <laughs> uh, you you you've got to write Darby while being examined. It's a half fiasco. Twenty three. Mm-hmm. The great is it great, great helmet? Helmet. Nah, helmet. Hat. I bet. <laughs> uh, which is. I wish there had been some hats Eva. in this episode. Looks looks after her as a doctor. Uh, she has a severe concussion. Even gives her some morphine, which we can talk about that during the incident report if we'd like. But it looks similar to the capsule of morphine that uh, yep. Bill had in his room when he died. Yeah, yeah. Andy comes in livid, but Sean's helmet's jammed and manual override isn't working. So it's go time. She's only got two minutes and counting of oxygen left. So mm-hmm. Andy tries a hack. Doesn't work. Todd tries to drill in. Doesn't work. So they go for the emergency tracheum, trick that thing. Oh, um, Andy also tries to like bash it with a rock. Rock, you're right. Something. You're right. You know, if I'm shot. That really worries me. If, if oh my god, seriously, where they're just smashing it with a rock. I know that was nuts. <laughs> uh, I did want to point out too here, because it it could be important that Marius is in the room and. Sean says, you know, she flipped the car and, and Mary says, where's the car? And she's like, who cares? But Marius is concerned about the car. So I, I want to make sure that we mention okay. that. Just fair then. And there you go. That is that is the yep. scene. These are the three quotes. Good job, Mr. Sal. All right. We've kind of talked about most of the quotes already. The scenes, yeah. Yeah. But yeah it didn't go. really eliminate any scenes from the recap. No, <laughs> no, but it'll be a very fast recap. Okay. Speaking, Speaking of which. <laughs> Mr. Sal, when you eat a, a meal, what do you specifically? I guess dinner. What do yeah. you like to start off with? An appetizer. Mm, no. But what about dessert? Well, when I go, when I go out to, oh yeah, starting off with dessert. Because that's how this episode starts for yes, you. <laughs> dessert does. first. And then yes. your vegetables. <laughs> you eat my vegetables Ew. for a while. <laughs> <laughs> then you've got to eat. You've got to eat your broccoli. Actually, kind of like broccoli. I, I like broccoli too. Yeah, you got to eat your cauliflower. I don't like cauliflower as much. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. After they all get isolated back into the rooms, Todd goes through and confiscates people's electronics, including Darby's. Now, do you think Darby has any other electronics remaining? Oh hell yes! I do as well. We don't see them. I think in Todd this is Todd is very trusting in the scene. He is. He just lets them hand in their electronics. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> what's it? Uh, David hands in like a tablet. I'm like, he's got right. more than a tablet, right? Right. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I would think so. Whatever. So she probably has more electronics. We don't know yet. No internet, anyways, due to storm. The storm. Big. big that hasn't uh, happened yet. Hot device. They preemptively preemptively turn off the internet. (laughs) Does that mean Ray doesn't work? No, Ray. Ray reads off the internet. I think Ray's like Ray's no, because Ray claims not to go off the internet live. Right. He. That's true. But okay, so I guess you could still have like an internal network. Is that what you're saying? Like a like a smart 
a smart room or a smart house would still work even if there wasn't internet. Yes. It depends though. So look, Ray might not work if he does anything in the cloud. So for example, if he had like if he wasn't all physically located there, he might not mm-hmm. work. But if he's all physically located in that building, he can work. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, we didn't see him at all in this episode. We so didn't. I'm, so I'm maybe not, maybe he doesn't. He that. might not be physically located. Like a smart way to implement him globally would be to put him in the cloud, which means he wouldn't work yeah. if the internet's down. Right. But so if he's I just guess here as a test for this building, he should probably be locally in the building and shouldn't be in the cloud whatsoever. So right. So I guess our our theory that we've been putting out there for a couple episodes now, well, you've been putting out there for a couple episodes now, and I just jumped on last episode, is with Ray is at the heart of this, that Ray is responsible for these deaths. If they tell us that Ray's not working because the internet's down, then we can see if anybody dies while the internet's down, and then if somebody does, we got to kind of shift away from Ray. I think Ray still works with the internet down. Although okay. we don't hear from him this episode, so maybe he right. doesn't. Uh, I don't know. I believe in him. Anyway. Meanwhile, in uh, her room, Sean comes to visit her, and we get to hear about the VI and Emacs debate of text editors. I have used not VI, but Vim, which is a newer version yeah. of VI. Uh-huh. Whatever. They're, they're like... I get the impression, and, and mm-hmm. let, me, let me see if it checks out, that when they start talking about the the tech stuff like this mm-hmm. that they're losing most of the audience they most certainly are they're, they're losing me like i well, that, I, I don't <laughs> i so, don't so my theory is that they're losing me because i have no idea what they're talking about and i'm just hearing blah blah tech blah blah right mm-hmm. but i imagine they're losing most people who do know what they're talking about because it's, it's too simple for them right well so, so there's a really i don't know how you walk that tightrope that's that's a tightrope that's dangerous just don't to walk, walk. just don't yeah. walk it where, where don't you, you're talking really like you're, you're saying things that are going over the heads of a lot of your audience and under the feet of another party so this well, th- so the the fight between emacs and vi is an actual thing like this okay. is so like that's not a that's an actual thing. I don't know right. the text editors that well. Like I've done a little bit of them, but to to put it in a perspective for you, they're both. You've used like Word and stuff like that, Google Docs, of right? like using yeah. type things. Yeah, when word processors. See, yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you see like those hackers in like your mm-hmm. movies and stuff, they have like the terminal up. It's all like you know all typing, no mouse movements or anything. Yeah. When you're typing, when you're in a command line interface, that's called a command line interface or terminal yeah. or something like that. You can use vi or emacs as a text editor and it is a far stronger text editor than word or google docs in a lot of different ways okay mm-hmm. which is yep. weird to think about it like that but it is they're, they're stronger mm-hmm. for that and people okay. disagree about which one to use and that that is a legitimate thing people disagree about that use them okay. frequently which i guess hackers would because they use yep. command line interface a lot because mm-hmm. a strong tool to use so it's i i think I don't know. She she kind of started explaining it a little bit and whatever, but it goes over my head too because I don't really use. I've I've never used Emacs, so whatever. Okay. <laughs> no idea which one's better. Okay. Anyway, I'm, I'm sure you enjoyed it immensely because that was your. I mean, I just heard thing. this is a, a tech trigger that Darby threw out there. Sean didn't bite, so therefore, therefore, it cannot be a hacker. 
this this is to be Darby's main strategy, which is throw something out there and see if they react. Right, right. She did the last episode. Yes, of did. one down, still a go. This is like her main. I wonder if moving forward, this is her continuous strategy. Is she gonna bring up to Andy, running low on money? Are you, huh? Yeah. Well, she did it. In, she she did an episode one too, she, where she just started saying the names of the victims with the, when the guy was at You're the top right. of the stairs. <laughs> I laughed about it. You did. <laughs> that's that's a go to strategy. Let's see if it works. It works. It, probably effective, dangerous, yeah. but effective. So Sean comes to Darby, knocks outside her door, right, and admits that she's probably right about Bill. In fact, she had almost a sneaking suspicion, but she didn't quite trust it, and she didn't even trust Darby. But with Rohan's now death, she can see the writing on the wall. She knows the security of this place. She can help Darby out in trying to figure out this stuff a bit mm-hmm. better, right? So they, they go into the hallway, they avoid detection, and they get to Rohan's body in the fridge. From there, they can see he has a cut around his heart, where his pacemaker might have been chipped, which I guess long story short means they could have used it to hack his pacemaker and get him a fatal shock. Okay. Mm-hmm. Darby also finds his signaling device that we had seen before. Right, exactly. We had seen it before. <laughs> but Sean hasn't. So Right. So she, she's got to explain it all to Sean. She tells Sean exactly. That's important, Michelle. She tells Sean of the signal light. And so Sean mm-hmm. wants to figure out who he was communicating with. They go. Mm-hmm. They don these climate suits, end of the world suits. Mm-hmm. They got I feel like three hours before the storm's supposed to hit. Sean offers to go alone, but Darby wants to come along. So they snowmobile over. They take off their helmets once they arrive to where Rohan got to. Uh, I, I went while they're going, I guess while they're walking up to where Rohan did the uh, signaling. Mm-hmm. They, they, they throw out some ideas, right? Like Sean wonders if Lume might have killed Bill due to his famous piece of art that took a shot at smart cities. Uh-huh. Darby doesn't trust David. Well, Sean points out that David would want to. David would want to have killed Lee because Lee stole Andy's focus from David with the birth mm-hmm. of Zoomer, which is kind of, I don't know, kind of shoddy. <laughs> Like that's a shoddy thing to go with. No, it can't be David. David would have killed Lee. Right. David hates Lee. That's obvious. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So maybe it so was enough. Lee end up Lee ends up dead. Now we know. <laughs> now we know. Uh, yeah. Whatever. I guess they don't also say that, that Lume was a competitor of Andy's. Like oh, what Lume, what right, Lume yes. was doing is was in crap in competition with what Andy was doing. Yes, that is true. But Andy feels he has no true competitors. Right. <laughs> According to Shah. Anyway, right. they, they get to the Morse code spot, look to see where the signal was, and they, they kind of bond over the fact they both learned Morse code from their respective mm-hmm. fathers. And we've learned about Sean's um, father's suicide. Yeah, this is close, as close to character development as we get for it, Sean. It is. <laughs> <laughs> because they get back on the snowmobiles and they get to where he was signaling to. Yeah. Um, Which is the ocean. It is. That was cool. I have to say, <laughs> I really, I really liked seeing like just ice, snow, ice, snow, ice, snow, ocean. That was pretty cool. Well, they get to the ocean and there's a flag with a rope. They pull in the rope and they find a Zodiac, which is an inflatable this, boat. This reminded me of Lost too, because 
rope going into the ocean. A rope going into the ocean. And there's a Zodiac, a famous Zodiac in Lost. <laughs> Do you remember the, the Zodiac? Mm, no. It's, it's in season, I think, three or four with the freighter. Oh, okay. D- Daniel uses it, if yeah. that helps. Okay, yes. I, I, yes, yeah. I gotcha. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are shoot me. But Lost Vibes here. And yeah. it reads Last Chance, which is the same name as Rohan's boat. Right. Is this how we arrive day one, do you think, Mr. Sal? On his boat? Uh, it's very it's very possible. Potentially. Or he just drove yeah. in. But in either case. The boat was off the grid. I don't know how they invited him. <laughs> right? They they I don't know how they did either. Maybe you just, <laughs> who knows? <laughs> they open the Zodiac, but have to leave. Uh, before the storm gets them, so they start snowmobiling back. Which this also kind of infuriates me. You, uh-huh. why did you keep snowmobiling towards where it signaled if you yeah. literally are there for not even a minute and had to turn back? Right. You know what I mean? Like what yeah. terrible time management at that point? Right. Yeah. 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 I anyway. know what you mean. You're right. Anyway. Anyway, they snowmobile back, and well, actually, in defense of that, I will say this: like when they, they got where they thought they were going to see they were going to i don't know a building or somebody or whatever um but what they found was an opportunity to go farther on the zodiac right they, they could have opened up the zodiac gotten into it and went out into the ocean which i think is what they that's kind of, true that's but true. That, but that was point. a bridge that's too fair. far that's fair yeah. that's fair yeah so we'll, we'll leave that chapter for another day i guess that that makes sense actually yeah that's true yeah. Then they're going yeah. even further, and then they have to still get back in time for the storm. Maybe you just outrun the storm. Didn't think of that. There one. you go. Yeah, you're going into the ocean anyway. Darby shares this crackpot theory that perhaps Rohan was signaling the fact that Bill went down, but whatever plan or conspiracy mm-hmm. he had was still going through. I buy this. This is what this is what I was thinking actually. Because I think we were already thinking this, and but yeah, but Sean wasn't. But now Sean right. is. That's good. Yeah. So you got to catch, catch Sean up on stuff that we already know. Yes. Yes. And so the <laughs> snowmobile gets a clogged pilot jet or whatever. And Sean assures Darby that they will be okay in these suits, but they have to walk. And once they walk past the outpost they went to last episode, they enter the car. Sean does a hack, turns on the car. <laughs> does a hack. Does a hack. <laughs> and. Off they go to my favorite scene, which ends but she with... wasn't a ha- she's not a hacker though. Oh, well, she knows her way around a car ter- commands, apparently. Yeah, Darby's really spooked by the hack though. She is just, oh, a hack. <laughs> well, it's funny because like, I they've already said, like in this episode, they repeated this is like a conference of hackers. <laughs> so I'm not sure how Darby thinks that she's going to be safe from anybody because they all can at least hack a little bit. Well, Sean drives right? the car and flips it. Yeah, no, it's just, I, I don't know if all of them can. Like, can I bet can Rohan Martin? couldn't. <laughs> I don't know if Martin can, but Rohan probably maker. could not hack. For the rest, I could see. Yeah. Like David, yeah, David did end end encryption. David, I don't know what David does, actually. Yeah, we, we don't know, like, anything about him. So, But anyway, we then get to the past, where we, we already talked about I'm meeting Sue. They arrive to the motel. Yep. Bill pulls a bit of a, a arguably a hack, a social engineering feat, one might call it, <laughs> which is 
he basically, you know, even jumps into the pool, pretends to be a guest at the hotel, and is able yeah. to gain access to a room. What I'm yeah. confused about, though, is how does he, like, he helps a family put their bags inside their car, and it, I think he reads right. their name from their bag. Yeah, that's right. Yep. But if they already left, how does he get access to their room? Right, didn't they check out? That's my question. Like, who, who books a hotel motel for longer than what they're staying? It's, it's, it's a good question. Anyway. There are lots of good questions in this okay, episode. Sorry. But... But I can't answer. <laughs> my bad. Anyway. Not your bad. My you. apology. My apologies for questioning you, series. <laughs> they Brit, Brit Marling. The go- Zalbut Zal- Sorry, Zalbut Mangwich. If you would like to defend any of these or explain them to us, we would love to hear from you. Showhopperspodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> they go to the room on the way. Bill drops quite the question on Darby, which is if she'd like to have kids. She doesn't know, but he wants. I to like have, like, his seven. answer. This, this this is pretty funny. Actually, it was too. funny the idea. That, was what did he say about his mother? His mother went to like a, a fortune teller <laughs> who said that he was going to have one child uh, from a woman that he slept with one time, <laughs> and he's like, "No, I'm going to have seven. That's why I want to have seven because <laughs> no, I can it's prove funny. the fortune teller wrong." Yeah. <laughs> But now, now with the context of the end of this episode, this scene means or this little seemingly throwaway bit of dialogue means a lot more. Yeah. Uh-huh. So in the room, I don't know if they really drink. Darby truly drinks. But oh my celebrating the big day, right? They, they had a big breakthrough mm-hmm. in the case. Uh, we learn a bit about the iPod it was Darby's mother's who ran away from her, or at least Darby mm-hmm. doesn't really know her. Bill offers to try to help track her down, but she wants no part in that. Yep. Darby wants to talk more about the case, right? They're getting close. I, I the think there's I think there's something to that though, too. The the fact that Darby's mother is missing and she doesn't want to track her down. Like I, I think Darby's mother has a role to play in what's happening in Iceland. Oh, Iceland or in the past year with these murders? Iceland. All right. Probably actually because of her iPod, and they always show the iPod around. If it yep. was her mother's, probably will have yep. to have something with her mother. Yep. Maybe. Maybe. No, I was going to say Lee Anderson, but I don't think Lee Anderson's old enough to be her mother. Mm, no, 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 no. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, they're getting close to the end of this case, Mr. Sal. Maybe yeah. this ring will get back to like the origin kill. The serial killers, they're hard to track, their kills are kind of random. Yep. Their first kills are typically someone they know. Right. Maybe this is the origin kill. We'll have to find out. Let's talk about it all night, Bill. But Bill doesn't want to. Right? He wants to talk about something else for once. Yep. He, in fact, he seems a little put off by it, which I don't know if we want to gleam anything from that, but he just seems put off by it. Maybe, maybe I mean, he does cite that he it was intense what they went through, seeing those bones, just the whole event of the day, but not as much for Darby because she's worked in a morgue and dealt with this type of stuff right uh, for a while I, and i guess i'm just kind of taking him at face value here i i, I think he actually is a little traumatized by this and okay i i have no i don't know if he i have to believe him because i don't know why else he's like this unless it's some no. other event that we wouldn't know so i i agree with you but just just noteworthy yeah. in case something comes out or whatever yeah so darby goes to the bathroom to drink some more and she comes out to make some moves on Bill. But it's yeah. getting late. And he'd rather go to bed. Which that is 
Wow. Yeah, that's a big oof. <laughs> yeah. I got to respect this, though, especially when you hear Bill's explanation the next day. He does. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. It goes. So next day rolls around. Darby wakes up. Bill's missing. Oh, no. But he comes in and, man, does he come in with the goods? Coffee and Coke. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they've done a good job at building their relationship in the past. Oh, I think, I, I think the. I think the flashbacks have been great. Like I, mm-hmm. other than the fact that I was confused by the first one in this episode, but the flashbacks, yeah, absolutely. They, you mentioned that you feel more attached to past Darby than present Darby. I, do. I think you're, I think you're spot on with that. I do, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then I feel more attached to past Bill than I do present Bill as well. Well, why, <laughs> that, that that makes sense. <laughs> uh, and Bill kind of outlines that he wants to make sure that this is what. Darby really wants to do, right? Which makes sense. I mean, she was yeah. drinking a lot last night. Uh, they're investigating a serial killer that's hurt plenty of women. And, yeah. you know, you just kudos to him. So yeah, they take I, it yeah. from the top. What a guy. They do it. So <laughs> they take it from the top. They take it from the top. And, then they, and she gets on the bottom. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the flashbacks. Okay. Uh, we get back to the present, and this is yep. all, the entire present now is Darby waking up and going back to sleep. So That's right. She wakes up and she's being towed by Sean. Yep, falls asleep. She wakes up. She's being examined. We've already talked about this. This was a quote: "The uh, great she, helmet fiasco of twenty-three. Okay, not to be confused with the second great helmet fiasco of twenty-three, which we'll see later this season. <laughs> okay, see that's a flag right there. We'll see if you another." That was after the New Year. It's 24. Oh, sorry. My bad. Forgot to spring the New Year up. And... Yeah, that's right. Darby goes back to... She, she eventually she gets up and passes out during the emergency tracheometry. Uh, Darby then awakes to Lee coming in to see her with the concussion. I guess Lee's seen her multiple times because she can't fall asleep or she can't fall asleep for a long period of time. Yeah, I don't, think that's the, I don't think that's the, the generally accepted philosophy on concussions at this point. I think that because I, my kids have had concussions and every time I've brought them, I said, I've asked, do I need to keep them awake? And, and they always say, no, that's not that's not the way we think about concussion anymore. We, if they need to sleep, let them sleep. So I don't know. Maybe I'm getting bad medical advice. So you're letting your kids sleep? <laughs> if they want to. Mm. Whatever then, man. <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't know. That's what the doctors have told me. So, <laughs> well, she falls back asleep, and Darby awakes to Zoomer playing doctor. <laughs> so she yep. seems pretty. I mean, with it now, she gets up, unaware of how long she's been asleep, and when she opens the nice bright blinds, Zoomer has an achu. <laughs> Whatever that means. Hmm. He even like gives the acronym. Like, yeah, see, I, he also knows the acronym. Yeah, good for him. I, I I don't know the acronym. I forgot the acronym already. I think it's cool that the acronym is a chew, though. <laughs> I'm sure that's intentional. <laughs> is it? Yeah, it probably I'm, is. A hundred percent positive. That's intentional. Well, we can we can log this all into the incident report. But Mr. Sal, yep. Would you like to check the time? I'd love to check the time because it's. Ain't no time like a TV time. TV time. Kurt, don't ever <laughs> cut me off with a sound effect again. 
Ah, that's fine too. <laughs> All right, whatever. <laughs> so, TV time. What do the people rate it? What uh, and what are the favorite characters? I think the people gave it a five. They did. Sixty-nine percent of the people gave it a five. I'm going down to a seven. <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> and I think favorite character. The people said Darby. Yeah, I agree. I think the people said Darby too. Uh, I think you said Sean. I think you said Darby. I did say Darby. I also said Darby. Okay. And what was the percent by the people? 87. Lower than I thought. How many were Sean? Nine. Okay. That's fine. Fair. Yep. Yep. That's that is what we got. Guess how guess what percent <laughs> of the people said? That they felt frustrated. There are 12 emotions that you can choose from. One of them is frustrated. Guess what percent of the people said they felt frustrated? Three. Zero. <laughs> no one No one feels frustrated. No, again, this is the day after it dropped. So it's possible that people just haven't even seen it and then got on TV time. So these are all very much subject to change. All these TV time things. Don't say that, Mr. Sal. Okay, I won't. I, re- I retract that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mr. Sal, let's go look through some of this evidence and see what predictions and what we want to gleam from this week's episode in the Good incident idea. report. So many incidents. I don't know if there's actually that much evidence in this episode. No. There's some, there, there are some tidbits there, right? So, obviously, both. we'll start with how the episode ended. Both Zoomer and Bill have the Achoo. Right. So then the question becomes, I think, I assume that your initial reaction was that Bill is Zoomer's father, right? Initial, yes. Yeah, because and they, they even dropped the line earlier where Bill said that his mother saw a fortune teller who said he would have one kid by a woman that he slept with once. Mm-hmm. Which this would fit the bill, wouldn't it? If this was... Zoomer was his kid with Lee, who they who he hooked up with one time. Mm-hmm. But yeah. then I thought, what if Andy is Bill's father? That's what I'm wondering too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're, they're like half brothers, or right? Very well, very well could be the possibility. Uh, so yeah, yeah, so yeah. there's some sort of relation probably though between Zoomer and Bill. That for sure. No, of course, it has to be. Has to be. If there's not, I'm impossible. Oh yeah, what a, what a red herring to throw in there. <laughs> that, that'd, be, that'd be rough. Now, um, I want. I, I mean, oh. the Darby's mother thing too. I think that's that's we gotta just mention it. I, I don't check know off Chekhov's mother. I think so. Do you think yeah. it's a Chekhov's mother type of situation? That's right. That they've mentioned Check. her. She has a she has an iPod from her. We yep. gotta see her again, or something to do with her at some point. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yep. Yep. The morphine. Anything to do with the morphine here? So I mean, it looks like the injector that was found in. But I don't in know. Those, is that like a standard injector? I, mean, I have no well, idea. It's, it's like morphine. Uh, it's, it, they had a bunch of them in this room. So, <laughs> and also, know. the pacemaker I mean, tool was plugged in as well. So yes. it, it might be whoever's doing some of these killings has access to these rooms, like Ray, like Ray, like probably Lee, Eva, like Sean, Andy. Todd, yeah, 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 so, yeah. Something yeah. to note there, right? We were again. I, I, it looks as though the person who, assuming if it is the same person that killed these two, 
they have access to things that a regular guest shouldn't have access to. That being said, I mean, even I say even as though she's incapable of it when she's very capable because she's yeah. a hacker extraordinaire and a good detective. But Darby managed to get herself access to places she's not supposed to have either. So, yeah, I, I'll say this, that I, I think that to leave this machine plugged in and turned on after you kill Rohan sounds like the goal is not to not get caught. The goal is just Rohan needs to die. And that sounds like something that an AI would do. And so, mm, I, so that, that's theory. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Do objective. So, yep. Get Zoomer to plug this thing in and turn it on. He doesn't have to put it back because the objective has been met. <laughs> All done. Yeah. Says Ray. <laughs> All done. <laughs> nice. So this here's a, here's a theory I want I want to throw out there, which is okay. is Sean helping Darby as per Andy's request? Really? So mm. we, we we've questioned whether Lee, if we trust Lee as a source, and when Lee says yeah. that she had like a one off thing with Bill, was it yeah. really only one off? Were they having an affair even? And she lied about that. I don't know if I trust Lee as a source. I don't either. I, I mean, I don't. So if Zoomer is lee's is uh and i'm uh, if zoomer is bill's son mm-hmm. then lee's story doesn't quite check out right because uh-huh. she said they hooked up once but it didn't really work out it didn't really work out yeah so i i, I don't know that does then i i would call bs on her story and, and now i trust her even less than i do now so one of the characters that we might other than darby know relatively well and other than bill mm-hmm is Lee, but we've yep. questioned last episode and mm-hmm. maybe even previous ones whether or not we trust her as a source. Yep. I think similar to Sean and whether how much I trust Sean. Yeah. Because... I think I think I have to trust Sean a little bit more because she almost died and she got a tracheotomy. <laughs> like that's true. But the tracheotomy is real. Like so Andy sliced into her esophagus or not esophagus, uh trachea. But let me so. look let me see if I can sell you on it a little bit, though. Okay. Okay. So she she intentionally flipped the car. I don't know if she intentionally flipped the car. That part I don't know. Oh, she yeah. better have intentionally flipped the car. But, but Sean was simply helping Darby investigate Rohan, yeah. as per Andy's request. Because yeah. yeah, if if there's a conspiracy, let's say against Andy, or let's say yeah. he in some ways trying to put down this conspiracy, it is mm-hmm. to his advantage to know the co-conspirators of bill and rohan yes so darby wants to figure it out and andy would also like to figure it out so it is in yep. his interest or maybe even if it's not andy but it's in sean's interest if sean is against these conspirators interest yeah. to figure it out so it might not come from almost the altruism that sean is kind of laying it out to be as you know we got to figure out what's going yeah. on here because i'm on the same page as you darby but more of i want to figure out what i want to get the same information you're looking for as well Right. So no, that makes that makes sense. That's a good I, good logic. I, yeah, I guess I'm trying to outline it more that way. But I think it is to help out Andy. That part I'm not sure about. But I don't I don't think she's as altruistic as she sets out to be. Some of my pieces of evidence for that are um all well, I already kind of talked about how it could benefit her. Um yep. they use Andy's tech, whatever, that's a bit more of a flimsy one because whatever. Mm-hmm. But she lies twice kind of notably, right? Yep. At one point, she says, let's walk. You can trust yep. the suits. 
But when they're in the car, she says it's too dangerous to walk. And the, it, it did she cut, say that? I don't she remember does. saying she that. She says in a very and, and it cuts to Darby when she says it's too like they're very early on in that car scene when they're driving. Uh huh. Darby says, "Should we walk?" And mm-hmm. and she says, "No, it's too dangerous to walk." Is what she says back, and it cuts to like Darby's face, and she looks a little uncomfortable. That uh-huh. that does happen. So she goes okay. from, "Trust me, it's safe. We got to walk." To "You can't walk. It's dangerous." And she goes from, "I can't hack." Then does a hack to the car, right? So, I mean, I don't, I don't know if she ever said I can't hack. She just said I don't know what those terms are. Now, yeah, well, well, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get you to see a viewpoint here. So I'll say. No, I, I, I totally, I, I could totally buy that. That's very possible. I, the only thing that's throwing me off is that, like, this, this locked helmet seems to have been intentional, but. Sean ends up with a tracheotomy out of it. So I don't think Sean or Andy was involved in the locked helmet. I don't think the car was meant to flip. You don't? No. Yeah, I I probably don't either, but (laughs) I have major problems with how fast she was driving if it wasn't meant to flip. (laughs) Oh, it's a no harm, no foul. There was harm. Ah, It'll be fine. We'll close up her trachea and her concussion will go away and they'll be good as new. (laughs) Sounds good, but those those are some of the evidence, some of the theories I like to submit into the incident report. Anything else that you would like to submit before we try to make you some formal guesses? Um, no, I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> I think I don't think there's that much more evidence besides what I already outlined. So, as for our formal guesses, mine have not changed whatsoever, Mister Sal. I'll say that right now. It's the same as last yeah. week. Number one, Ray. Number two, Lee. Number three, Sean. Okay, and mine is number one, Ray. Number two, Zoomer. Three Lee, same as last week. Okay. This episode has not changed us all then in terms of who no. we think it is. Uh no, I'm pretty locked in on Ray and Zoomer here. Like I they spent a lot a of time uh kind of peripherally focused on Zoomer in that opening scene. They did. They, they did. They like brought him into focus at different times, but Lee was holding him, so it was like they were bringing Lee into focus, but I think they were bringing Zoomer into focus. Mm, we'll have to see. Uh, okay. besides that, I don't really know if there's anything else I really want to say on this episode. No, I don't. I I, I hope next <laughs> one's better. I do too. I, I, th- so this one was titled "Family Secrets." Mm-hmm. What do you think's the family secret? It was mentioned Zoomer? at one point. Yeah, yes, <laughs> but <laughs> it was also mentioned at one point, like in the morgue. I'm pretty sure. Maybe Sue said it or something. I can't oh, remember. when they're talking about um Cameron. Or no, maybe it was maybe it was Darby who said it in the motel to Bill, talking about the serial killer. No. I, I I I don't remember. I, then somebody <laughs> said it at some point in the episode. You should have used that. I don't remember. I don't remember. It it. I would have got it wrong. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I didn't even know it was said in the episode. So yeah. How how could I? Well, next episode is titled Crypt. Yep. We'll see. We'll have to see what that means. But I was hoping this episode would be kind of like a crypt, like they'd all be locked in it. Yes. And but never allowed was, out, but instead, it, was it, it is not. So, well, listeners, thank you for listening. Um, please share the podcast, uh, subscribe, five star reviews. That's how we grow. If you want to contact us, showhopperspodcast at gmail.com. We have other series that we've covered in the past, like Dexter New Blood. I mean, if, if you like um, whodunits in this vein, uh, we've done Only Murders in the Building. 
what, what's other who done it that we've done? White Lotus. Yeah, it's kind of. I mean, I, kind of bodies, right? Kind of bodies. I, I wouldn't really call it as much of a who done it, but it's still. I mean, bodies is going on right now, so it is. So check that out. Uh, figure out how me, Mr. Sal, feel about that series because we've actually finished covering it in our timeline, but we're still covering this one week to week. So mm-hmm. do look at that. And thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week with episode five of a murder at the end, a murder at the end of the world, Crypt. Shoe hammer some show hoppers into your day.